Hi everybody, it's Precious Pioneer and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Precious the Foodie. I'm super excited about this episode because we're going to be talking about grocery shopping, which can be the most like thrilling thing, but also the most stressful thing. And I feel like it's just related to all of the different options out there. There's so many different products. There's so many different stores. Um, there's like 20 different varieties for tomato sauce and different prices. And how do you know which one to buy? You know, things like that. And so I think it's so interesting to kind of navigate the labyrinth of what is the 2020 grocery shopping trip. Um, But basically, um, I also have some really exciting uh, news about the show. This is actually the last episode of the season. Um, I'm going to take a couple of weeks off, I suppose, because I realize that as much as I love food and everything that is going on in the food industry right now, um, I would love to bring in uh, experts and people who are really connected with the field to kind of bring more value to the show and to be able to talk to you guys about the information out there. I can ask the right questions and be just a great host for these really cool people. And so I just want some more time to gather everybody around to kind of, um, uh, give them a voice on the show and so I think that would just bring more value and more um, excitement and information on the show and I don't know I'm sure you get tired of my voice after 20 minutes or whatever it may be so I think I think this project is going to be really really cool and so I think it's been great so far we're on episode 15 of the season and so coming into season two I just have some exciting content for you guys and some really cool guest speakers um, but going into today's podcast um, about grocery shopping, how to reduce time, money, wasted food, and what to look for, like the buzzwords that are always thrown at you, like organic and fat-free and sugar-free and all these things. I I really want to talk about that so we can kind of get a good concept of what it means to do our weekly grocery shopping. grocery shopping, eating well and eating healthy um, is notoriously known as being expensive, but it really doesn't have to be. I feel like when you have a plan so you don't walk out with things you just don't need, um, you're way better off. Like when you're in a grocery store, you're constantly marketed to to trigger cravings. So I, my number one thing that everyone should really know is to never shop hungry. But you, when you start going grocery shopping, you need to have three main things in mind. What you want what you need with a budget in mind so those three things and so going into like the different tips that i have for you i would say that number one would to be all to always take a shopping list sometimes i'll just pull a random napkin from my car and jot things down that i essentially need or the best thing that uh is recommended out there is to kind of build it throughout the week so you don't do the last minute thing like i just said um but that's that's me personally i kind of have a good memory when it comes to what i need or what i have or um, i have recipe ideas that i wanted to try for the week and so i usually do it that way but um 
it's often recommended to build throughout the week that way you can be like oh I'm out of milk you jot it down oh I'm out of like oranges or things like that that way you can kind of analyze your pantry and things like that and actually see what you need instead of just because um, I think we all have been in the habit of like oh I think I have this at home but I'm not sure and then you go and pick it up anyway and then you have like three uh, cans of peanut butter you know what I mean so I think planning in advance is really um, essential that way you kind of avoid the last minute rush that you get because you're always bound to forget something and so um, when you have to go run to the grocery store because you forgot like I don't know cheese for your alfredo sauce that week it's very important to kind of avoid taking those very short uh, run trips because you know it's not very ideal for you and so planning in advance and developing a shopping list throughout the week would be my first tip and recommendation. into tip number two this is absolutely essential to any grocery shopping trip and that's basically to stock up when staples or things that you buy almost every week go on sale and so my biggest example that I have is like pasta like boxes of pasta whether that's spaghetti penne you know fettuccine things like that when they go on sale it's one of those things that you can store in your pantry for a very very long time so when it's half off or something like that I would double up what you would normally buy that way when it goes back to its regular price or it's more expensive you have plenty in your pantry already and you don't have to buy it every week that also incorporates things like canned tomatoes tuna or yogurt basically your go-to items that you eat almost every day or you incorporate into your diet every day and suddenly they go on sale that is the most crucial time to buy it but also um things that go on sale kind of go hand in hand with shopping for things that are in season so if you're in the winter time and you're trying to buy strawberries it's not the most effective because strawberries are incredibly expensive because it's the winter they don't typically grow and then also wherever you are if you're not in California if you're in the US then they're shipped really far away and so they're very very expensive and so instead maybe shop for things that are really cheap around the winter time like apricots or um, I know that lettuce and greens are, grow like vibrantly in the winter so shop for things like that because chances are they're in sale on sale so I know that like towards the fall heading towards uh, like the end of summer like cherries go on sale like and cherries are usually really expensive they're like I want to say like two dollars a pound or something like that and they usually come in like like uh, like four pound bags you know what I mean so shopping on sale and in season is absolutely crucial I remember this past summer um, all the strawberries went on sale because it was that time of year and I was able to get like blackberries and strawberries for like a dollar which is like unheard of because usually they range from like four dollars plus sometimes for a little like carton of it and I bought like seven or eight of them and obviously um, you have to be careful with produce because they're very perishable but because I love smoothies so much I was able to just cut like three of the cartons and then throw them in my freezer and then just eat the rest as all of my produce for that the next couple of weeks you know and so shopping in season is just as important as shopping on sale and also because also because the produce is in the prime season they just taste better like if you're buying strawberries right now you pay way more and they do not taste good you you may get a few but they just the quality is just so low like shopping in season is for the best quality and flavor and the best price
grocery shopping tends to take absolutely forever and anybody who knows me knows that I am the slowest grocery shopper there ever was but mostly because like when I go grocery shopping, it's mo I actually enjoy it because I like looking at all the new uh, items and I like looking at um, the produce section. Usually, like there's like I, at Whole Foods, there's so many different varieties of like produce that I've never even tried before and different fruits and things like that. And so I actually like to stroll and it's just the foodie me. I like to stroll and if I've never heard of like a fruit or something, I'll like look it up and see what it is and what I could use it in a dish. And then you know that's just the creative side of me. I like to try to pick up one or two things that I've never had before and try to cook with it or taste it and that way I kind of know what it is um that's just me but I know that grocery shopping tends to take forever for everybody else because all of the people all the options all of the different things and you're just unprepared and so basically the tip number three that I have is that shopping hours do matter because I'm so slow I don't need a whole bunch of people already there you know so my key hours like I used to go grocery shopping at like 10 o'clock at night which sounds kind of weird but like the grocery store closed at 11 so it gave me a personal time limit but it also like it was nice to have nobody there so you can shop super fast when there's minimal traffic. So if you come prepared with a list and knowing exactly what you're gonna get and what items are on sale, you already looked ahead in the week. And if you just go that route, then you can actually be in and out super fast because you know exactly what you're looking for and you can just run, not literally run, but you know, run through the aisles with your card, grab your things and be ready to go. Um, most grocery stores open early morning. So, um, so late mornings are typically like your best bet because most stores open at like 7:30. so if you came at like eight o'clock or 8 30 it's typically not very busy i know that the busiest days are going to be like when people get right off of work so at five o'clock in the like five o'clock in the evening is like the worst time ever to go and then also on sundays a lot of people love to go after church or um in the morning with their family and things like that so sundays are like awful to go and then also like right around like the rush periods of when people aren't working are it, it's incredibly busy time so going into my next tip um i would say this is definitely more of a personal one but i definitely think it's incredibly important because grocery shopping produces so much waste have you ever noticed like when you go grocery shopping and then you take all of your food out put it in the fridge put all your stuff in the pantry and things like that and then you just have a pile of trash left over that's like we need to but that's just one grocery sh grocery trip we go every week and we're one individual like that is just so crazy. We accumulate so much garbage just from grocery shopping. So my next tip is to definitely like focus and work towards shopping green because um, we need to like lower our, like our carbon footprint. We need to lower our impact on the planet. And so I think that shopping green and just being mindful of the things that you're buying can be incredibly useful and resourceful. And so um, I kind of want to go into a tangent and talk about the main things that you can look for and to do um, in, that goes into shopping green. And so um, I would say that number one is to take reusables. Most places um, take reusable containers for like meat or dairy or deli products and things like that. So if you know that you like to buy, go to the deli counter and buy like cheeses and meats and things like that, basically all they do is get a wax paper and a plastic wrapping or whatever and they tear it on the scale and then slice it and then put it in but if you brought your own to-go containers and things like that or your own like reusable bags or whatever and you just gave it to them to basically all their job is to cut meat and then to weigh it so whatever pack you can provide the packaging you can literally bring in some containers and they will literally like 
put it in your container your container and then weigh it and then you can carry it home using like your reusable containers and you can bring that every single week okay also you can reduce your shopping footprint uh, but it requires more organization than you would probably like because it's slightly inconvenient But you have to just think about the bigger picture Because um, trust me, I know like this transition for me was very difficult and sometimes I do slip up like nobody's perfect But I just feel like taking the first step and moving towards a greener Greener habits is where it all starts because like one person trust me can make just such a big difference But imagine if all of you beautiful listeners decided to just start something Thing, you know what I mean and then suddenly your family sees it you know a movement starts with one person so bear with me because I know and some of these things can kind of be slightly challenging but it's feasible it's really not too much of an inconvenience it's just slightly more time sometimes so basically um, going into the next thing is uh, keeping your produce loose in your cart is an option and typically that's what I do when I forget my produce bags um, so um, I never really understood why you have to put like let's say you're shopping for produce and you get carrots or you get kale or whatever and you put it into a plastic bag and then you put the plastic bag into your cart um, it, it, I just thought that was kind of weird because we go home and we wash everything anyway so I was just like this is just really really wasteful so I, I always kind of put everything directly into my shopping cart and then when I go home I just wash everything and then I eat it and then I'm fine you know what I mean so just saving on all of those little produce bags would be really effectful like impactful but if you're the type of person who's like no I need to keep my produce safe and whatever whatever um then you can buy reusable ones like uh biodegradable bags or whatever like the cloth ones or i see some really cute crocheted bags that you can kind of just purchase and then bring those with you on your grocery trips um another thing kind of goes into that is to avoid things that are typically that would typically end up in the trash so that's going to be like your little twist ties your bread tags um receipts like you really don't need your receipt unless you kind of just I don't know. I feel like has anybody ever really gone back to the grocery store and be like, oh, this apple's not good and then sent it back, you know? So I've never really typically used my grocery receipt. Also, nowadays, you can just ask them to email it to you. Like if you have, a, if you go to a grocery store almost every week, whether that's Publix or Target or Walmart, they usually have an email service and you can just be like, hey, can you just email it to me if you really want a document of what you spent on grocery shopping? Also, um, uh, another tip would just be not to, this is an obvious one that we've been actually kind of fighting for a little bit, and it's to not accept plastic grocery bags. In some states, they've actually taken the initiative, I know in California, where they charge you for every single bag that you take. Like, they charge you for bags, which is more incentive to like, hey, don't forget your own bags and carry it in your backpack and bring something that way for every grocery trip trip you're not spending like 40 bags that are immediately going to be tossed away like i know in some like in that means sometimes like not shopping in the typical stores that have that if you don't want to buy produce bags but walmart does not offer a different option however target like if you ask them you can ask for paper bags which is a little bit better because they um break down and they are not as like impactful to the planet but they still kind of are if you should just invest into getting some of your own produce bags you can just keep them in your car and then bring them every single time that you go grocery shopping um another thing is to uh when it comes to like buying pre-packaged things um 
choose if you're gonna buy prepackaged items choose um, things that are recycled like recyclable items things that are made of glass or metal or paper um, over lower grade plastic packaging because note that like plastic never truly gets recycled it's just downcycled until it can't be reused anymore and it ends up into a landfill so all of those little plastic bags that you buy um, I know that's something that's really trendy that a lot of people that I know do this like vegetables like zucchini and stuff will now come in like a styrofoam container and then saran wrapped to the bag or if you go to Publix or a typical grocery store where there's cut fruit into these plastic containers it's just being mindful of like those things that you're buying like you can honestly just buy regular produce and then learn nice skills to kind of cut it yourself and things like that or if you value convenience like there's oftentimes like things that are like at Whole Foods or higher graded grocery stores that will offer those things in like cans or um not cans I mean um like tins or glassware and things like that where you can actually purchase it that way but it's just being mindful of like the amount of plastic that you're purchasing with the actual food that happens to be in it and being mindful that way that way you're not ending up throwing away so much food um so uh another thing like I guess is I guess it's kind of all related is uh to prepare like mentally prepare to refuse items based on the packaging like I know that it can be hard because like there are some certain snacks that I'm like oh I really want to try this but geez like I think the worst thing that I've ever encountered um I was shopping at Publix and all I needed was garlic for this dish that I was making and the only garlic cloves that they had were saran wrapped and were in pack like encased in this like saran wrap packaging and I'm like I cannot like this is just so much waste for this one little clove of garlic like it was just so insane to me so I'm like okay so I had to like pay for a more expensive sort of garlic or whatever that came in some like cloth packaging or whatever it may be but it was just so insane to me that those were the only two options and the other one was like a normal price but it was just so like there was so much packaging for such a small piece I'm just like I cannot do this so so when it comes to things like that there are going to be a lot of things that you typically buy that have like a styrofoam tray and um but you just have to think about it that's one grocery trip that accumulates so much waste so like if you're shopping for meat and things like that they usually come on a styrofoam tray but if you go to like a place that actually has a meat location you can just literally ask them for that um, and they'll wrap it usually in wax paper or something like that. But also, like I said, like a lot of those meat places and delis actually will just take your own container because it's based on weight. And so you can just tear out the scale with whatever container that you do have and they'll just weigh the meat and then charge you that same price. It's just the packaging that they give you. This all sounds like a lot, but actually this whole thing is so much easier if you actually just shop at places with zero waste practices. Um, I know that Whole Foods can be really pricey to like literally anybody out there unless you have an Amazon Prime account where it's kind of discounted, but like also bulk stores where they sell like um, things that are in Whole Foods where you can actually just bring your own container and they have giant things of oats or granola or whatever and you can kind of just fill up your own container and then they'll charge you the weight of that also local stores shopping locally and um at local companies is way a way to shop really cheaply but also like they have a lot of like zero waste policies where they're just trying to cut all costs which also means packaging which also means eco-friendly and so some of the more price efficient places that are kind of watching things like that would be places like aldi and they have really great um 
organic options and things like that but then also um what is it lucky's market is one of my other favorite places like it's super amazing to me at least like i think it's so great and you can it's also one of the places that has like a brewery in the store and you can like drink beer while shopping but that's just my own thing but you can look for local grocery stores or um places that sell food where they actually minimize the cost of packaging and it's actually cheaper for you and you get a better quality product going back to the grocery shopping tips um this is actually one of my favorite ones and it's basically to shop in specialty stores um sometimes it can be a little bit pricier but it's so worth it for the foodies out there but it can also like just be really good to shop where like according to the season and learning to eat locally and so usually they're lo way lower in preservatives because it doesn't need to travel very far to get to you but it's also like it's way higher quality as well because it's just in your local area and so whether that's going to like a farmer's market or a local fish stand or a local egg seller and things like that um i feel like just getting the satisfaction of having the freshest or the fresh catch of like the first catch of the day could be a real treat for you and so i actually did that while i was living in orlando there was a farm that was only two miles away from me so every saturday i would bike and go and buy a dozen eggs from that local farmer because he had all these little chickens and things like that and they were more expensive like a dozen eggs usually goes for around like 250 to three dollars and his eggs were five five dollars for that but the quality was so good <laughs> so things like that it, it's just i feel like it's just such a novelty and um I used to go to farmer's markets all the time and then just having like the local produce guy sell plums and things like that was just enriching or like even the honey guy would sell you know it's just so it's such a unique experience to have really high quality food that's grown in your neighborhood and though it is a little bit more expensive it's just it's just a novelty to have and the great opportunity to learn about the food that's around you and to learn about what the foods that are in season um and so i think that's really really great so going into the next tip i feel like it's grocery shopping is kind of a personal experience like you're going to value different things in the family next door so that can range in like price and that can range in like ethical things and so one of the biggest tips that i recommend for you guys is to ask yourself like ethical questions based on what you want and what you value and what you want to navigate towards like the food aisles because because there's so much in a typical grocery store to be able to narrow it down and focus you have to figure out your values and things like that like an example for me like i value things that um, are kind of low in preservatives a little bit more organic um, but some things organic wise doesn't matter too much because of the level of preservatives but i also care about like health and nutrition i don't really care for a lot of junky foods and things like that but i want it at a good price or when i feel like i'm getting a deal i value things that are local and fresh i value things that spark my creativity i'm willing to try new things um and so i but at the same time i'm also watching i'm aware about the environment so i care about like uh like reducing uh, my consumption of meat products or dairy products things that and things like that so if I, if I can find a good equivalent that can get me those same amount of vitamins then that is something that i'm looking for so that is like that's my ideal like customer description i guess but for you you have to ask yourself do you care about those things you know and that can kind of navigate like what you should buy and what you shouldn't because um 
if you're shopping towards your values and things like that, then sometimes it can be a little bit more expensive, but it'll be worth it because that's what you care about. And so it's not always about the pricing when it comes to like, okay, what is the cheapest milk that I can buy? And in that case, like a 7-Eleven would have very cheap milk and very cheap eggs, but at the same time you have standards. And so it's just realizing what those standards are and what you actually value and care about. Like uh, with the same gas station example, you can just go do your grocery shopping and buy your coffee there, buy your eggs, your milk, your frozen pizzas and things like that. But obviously I think you want more of a nutrient dense or something that holds more substance in your meals, in your diet, in your life. So obviously a gas station isn't an accurate description or a depiction of like what you actually want. And so finding what you care about and having a very good idea of that when going grocery shopping is the key to having a very organized trip, a very budget friendly trip and shopping for things that you um, need, but also um, balance, finding a good balance of also like what you want. And so, um, like I said, it's really not about pricing. Like I, so when you're like shopping for tomato sauces and stuff, it's just if are you trying to find like the cheapest tomato sauce? Or are you trying to find one that's really good, like tasty? Or are you trying to find one that's inspired from Italy? You know, you have to kind of ask yourself like these questions. Like this one's high in pres- preservatives and it's really cheap. Or this one, this olive oil is like you know, you just have to kind of navigate that and then figure figure that part out I guess so like whether it's organic additives recyclable packaging um, just check in with yourself and buy foods that fit into that this is getting kind of long so we're actually wrapping it up with one of the last uh, tips and I would say like when you create your list organize it according to the layout of the store because I I don't know about you guys but one of the main reasons why I take so long in the grocery store is because I'll be in one side and be like oh wait I need this and I'll go to the other side of the store I'm like oh wait but this was an aisle two and I need to go back to aisle eight and then I just basically running back and forth for each item and it takes a very very long time for me and so figuring out the layout of the store is essential most of the processed and um, company inspired foods are going to be in the middle of the store and all of the essential ingredients are going to be on the outskirts and um like uh, the outskirts in the corner so basically like dairy like your dairy your produce your meats and stuff are going to be on the outside and all of your company like you know produced things are going to be in the middle um but also like organizing in the way that like how you're going to grocery shop so usually produce comes first and then your frozery like your frozen and bakery items last um before checkout so usually kind of navigating it how uh you would typically grocery shop or the layout of the store could save you time because you can just go from the beginning aisle one aisle two aisle three and then you're at the end of your grocery shopping trip and then you're done so that is my um I, I think I hope this was really helpful for you I know that grocery shopping can be very confusing um I feel like I'll have another podcast related to all the different types of labeling and stuff to look for um but I think those are like the essential tips of having like a very time efficient um very um well-balanced grocery shopping trip because I know it can be so stressful and something shopping healthy especially can be very expensive and so you don't know what to buy um so you just buy the first things and trust me if you made a random trip to whole foods it would just be so expensive if you do not know what you're looking for and so i hope that this was um helpful in some way and i really just wanted to take this time to thank you guys so much for tuning in to this season of my show i'm, I'm really excited it's gonna it's gonna be 
really interesting, I think. I can't wait for you to meet all of my special guests and um, you can follow up with me on social media on Instagram is where I mostly like post all of my updates and things like that at Precious a Foodie or at Precious Pioneer. Um, I'll show you uh, when the next when to expect the next episode uh, going into the new season but also um, I do a whole bunch of different YouTube videos related to foodie things so if you're just waiting for me to create a pod you can follow uh, me on like YouTube or whatever at Precious Pioneer the same thing um, but thanks for allowing me me to be your host for this uh short time um episode 15 what a like a challenge i think um i'm really excited to create shows in the future and i just want to thank you all of my listeners for uh, tuning with me all this time um please send me like reviews and like critiques and things like that that way can learn and grow um you can leave like a review I think at the end of this uh podcast if you want to uh if you're in iTunes they have like a little star thing or whatever but I'm really appreciative of all of you guys out there and so just thank you thank you and um I'm signing off uh as usual um live life with love and love food with life bye